My brothers and sisters, when we're in desperate need, Allah hears the call. When we're in desperate need and we call out to Allah, Allah hears it. But there is something the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, has taught us. He says, in your days of ease, remember Allah. Then in your days of hardship, Allah will remember you. That's an amazing lesson. So, yes, when we're desperate, Allah hears us. In fact, in Surah An-Naml, verse number 62, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks a question. Allah says, who is it that will respond to the one in distress? Is it not Allah when he calls out to, the, to, to him when he is distressed and who makes you vicegerents on, on earth? Is it not Allah? Is there any other deity besides Allah? So that verse actually proves to us that Allah Almighty is the one who hears our call in distress and when we're desperate. But the lesson we learned earlier is during your days of ease, connect with Allah so that in your days of hardship that are definitely coming because in Surah Al-Ankabut, Allah tells us he's going to test all of us. Does man think that he's going to be left alone without being tested? I say, I'm a believer. And then Allah's happy with you. And happiness, do you think happiness really means that you're not going to be tested? When Allah loves you, he tests you more. So those are the opening verses of Surah Al-Ankabut. So here Allah Almighty is teaching us through the blessed lips of Muhammad, peace be upon him, telling us, you must get close to Allah at all times when you're at ease. Reach out to people. When you're in difficulty, Allah will reach out to you. When you're at ease, thank Allah. Get acquainted with Allah. When you're in difficulty, Allah will be acquainted with you. That's an amazing lesson. So Allah Almighty tells that to us. I want to move on to Surah Al-Qasas because it's connected. Where it's about the story of Musa alayhi salam, his birth, the Prophet Moses, may peace be upon him, and what happened. His mother was so worried because the Pharaoh was executing the little children and so she had to keep him in a little basket and she was inspired to actually put him into the water, put him into the river. When she did that, she had to lay her trust in Allah, call out to Allah in total desperation and ask Allah to protect the child because there was no other way of doing things. What that reminds me of now some of those who are homeless, who don't know where to go, who have nowhere to go, who are being maltreated in certain lands and who feel that they want to cross the oceans in order to get to safety. And then they happen to jump into a little boat that may be unsafe and so on. Subhanallah. Only Allah knows what drove them to that level of desperation. Many of them lose their lives. Some of them make it and don't realize they probably would be worse off where they've landed as compared to where they were at times. The maltreatment sometimes is even worse. 
the prophet Moses, may peace be upon him, was put into the river in this basket without knowing. The mother didn't know what would happen, but Allah knew. And Allah Almighty promised her that, you know what, we will give you, we will return him to you. Allah inspired her to do what she did. And Allah reassured her. So when you are close to Allah, he gives you a comfort in your heart. During your moment of distress, you're still enjoying your relation with Allah. In fact, plugged in and connected on a better level. That's Allah. That's what he does for us. So this is the mother of Musa alayhi salam. Allah tells her, Allah says later on, فَرَدَدْنَاهُ إِلَىٰ أُمِّهِ كَيْ تَقَرَّ عَيْنُهَا وَلَا تَحْزَنْ وَلِتَعْلَمَ أَنَّ وَعْدَ اللَّهِ حَقُّ Allah says, we returned him to his mother after the pause, we so that her eyes could be cooled and so that she would know that the promise of Allah is the truth, is the truth. When Allah has promised you something, it is the truth. He promises we will return him. Guess what? The child did not suckle from anyone besides his own mother. So that was from Allah. Now, I want to pause for a moment and speak about something very important. We have, for whatever reason, people who may have children who belong to people who are no longer their spouses, you know, divorce, for example. Divorce happens. It's not the first time and it's not the last. It's not going to be the last time. It happens. Divorce is a big test from Allah. Yes, it's not encouraged. It should be the last thing. We've tried everything. There's no way out. Now, this is the last way. But divorce itself comes with great responsibility. If you connect with Allah, you would understand that you need to fulfill the rights of the other parent to the best of your abilities, especially the mother. The Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, says, whoever separates a mother and a child, Allah will separate them from their loved ones in this world and the next so there is a price to be paid when you separate mothers and children without a valid reason. Allah is watching. The mother might be helpless. She might cry and weep. But at the end of the day, you who has separated them will pay the price. Because the Lord of the worlds, the giver of that life, the one who made this mother the mother and not you, is the one who will definitely serve the justice. Why don't we reconnect with revelation and do what's right in the first place? Whether it is divorce or whatever other reason it may be, if we have disconnected without the permission or happiness or authority of the mother, a child from the mother or a child from its parent or parents, don't think that Allah is going to let you off that one. He is the one who decides whose child that is. May Allah have mercy on us. And I seize the opportunity to say this because we are speaking about how Allah returned the child from the Pharaoh back to the mother of the child. What were the chances? If it were in our life, it was almost zero. But by the help of Allah and the power of Allah, 
We never lose hope in the mercy of Allah Almighty. So that is something we need to think about all the time. The mercy of Allah. We call out to Allah. Allah says, Many people don't know. They're unaware. They're unaware. Look at the, the, the man known as Qarun. He was one of the followers. He was one of the people at the time of Moses. May peace be upon him, Musa alayhi salam. And Qarun's crime was that he was arrogant. That's it. He was haughty. He was given so much by Allah, so much of wealth. You won't believe the amount he had. Allah says, we gave him so much of wealth. If you open the Quran and you read about it, Allah Almighty speaks about him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says quite clearly, we gave him so much that even the keys to his treasures, the keys to the treasures were heavy for a group of strong men to carry. Imagine just the keys were difficult to carry, let alone the treasure. That's how much Allah says he gave Qarun. But the son of Qarun was what? He says, this is from me. It's me. Allah's got no room to, no role to play in here. It was me. My intellect, my brain, my power. I'm the one I've earned. I'm going to do this. I've, I've done that and whatever, whatever. And Allah didn't like that at all. Allah gave him a chance. Allah gave him respite. There were people wishing that they had what Qarun had. This is a very interesting point. When we disconnect from our maker, we begin to wish what tyrants have. We begin to wish what will drift us further away from the Almighty. Be careful. Not everything that people have that is filled with glitter and glamour is something that you would be good having. It may not be for you. So ask Allah to grant you that if it is good for you. That's a beautiful prayer. Oh Allah, give me this if it is good for me. Oh Allah, grant me that if it is good for me. Because the day the punishment came to Qarun, the people regretted even having asked Allah and they said just as well Allah didn't give us. Had he, given us, had he given us what he gave Qarun, we would have been punished today the same way Qarun was punished. The earth opened up and swallowed him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from harm. May he protect us from that which is harmful and that which is uh, destructive. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us paradise. أقول قولي هذا وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد كتاب أنزلناه إليك مبارك ليدبروا آياته وليتذكر أولو الألباب